Hello, and welcome to a special Advent edition of Southside Baptist Church's podcast. Each day throughout Advent, Pastor Gary Weber will be sharing a short message from his devotional commentary, The Music of Christmas. It is our hope that these podcasts will help you cut through the noise and distractions of the busy holiday season and help you focus on the true message and meaning of Christmas. Day 12, Heavenly Chorus. Read Luke chapter 2, verses 8 through 14. And suddenly there was with the angel a multitude of heavenly hosts praising God. Angels have come in and out of popular fashion over the years. Within my lifetime, they have been a decorating fad, the subject of books, the basis for several primetime television dramas, and a constant source of fascination for pseudo-spirituals of all stripes. The Bible describes many occasions involving angels, but none more famous than those associated with the Nativity. Matthew and Luke dedicate a combined four chapters to the story of Jesus' birth, mentioning angels six times. These heavenly beings feature prominently at almost every turning point in the Christmas story. See Matthew chapter 1, verses 20 through 25, Matthew chapter 2, verses 13 and 14, Matthew chapter 2, verse 19 through 21, Luke chapter 1, verse 11 through 20, Luke chapter 1, verses 26 through 37, and Luke chapter 2, verses 8 through 15. While earthbound humans may find angels fascinating, and though they are mentioned frequently in both the Old and New Testaments, the Bible gives us little information about them. The Hebrew and Greek words we translate as angel literally mean messenger, and that's the most common role they play throughout the scriptures. However, it's not the only role. In fact, the first angel mentioned in the Bible was given a flaming sword and charged with guarding the entrance to the Garden of Eden after its inhabitants had been evicted. On occasion, angels are the executioners of God's justice. During the Exodus, for example, God sent the death angel to Egypt to deliver the final plague. These fierce and even violent portraits of angels don't seem to fit on Christmas cards or throw pillows, but they're more biblically accurate. Why would the shepherds have been so frightened if a fat-winged baby playing a harp swooped over the fields that night? Angels are utilitarian in the Bible. They serve as guards, soldiers, messengers, and envoys. They carry out the will of God as His representatives. They were never intended to be the main attraction. Rather, think of them as ushers in a theater. Their presence in the Christmas story should not distract from the what or who is truly important, Christ. The presence and involvement of angels only serves to highlight the significance of this event and should draw our attention forward to the message they came to proclaim. That message is consistent and clear in each appearance. God is sending His salvation in the form of a baby born in Bethlehem. As they arrived on the outskirts of Bethlehem, all of the angels waited in eager expectation. Notice Luke's description. And suddenly there was with the angel a multitude of heavenly hosts praising God. Luke chapter 2 verse 13. I had always pictured an angel chorus appearing to the shepherds. But that's not what Luke describes. He used the word host, 
which implies more than angels appearing that night. So, who made up the heavenly host? In the book of Revelation, we read about magnificent creatures, elders, and saints who have gone before. The writer of Hebrews describes a similar scene when he says, Therefore, since we are surrounded by so great a cloud of witnesses, Hebrews chapter 12, verse 1, I envision a mob of people waiting on a rope line for the possibility of a glimpse of a famous person or powerful world leader. Heaven came to a complete standstill, and every creature stopped in awe and wonder as God himself took on flesh, stepped out of heaven, and onto earth. It is ironic that the events that drew the attention of all of heaven went almost entirely unnoticed on earth. The innkeeper and most of Bethlehem's inhabitants missed the very thing that brought heaven to a standstill. I think that is often still the case. Heaven notices what earth ignores. Maybe that is encouraging to you as you sense that the world is passing you by, but still have faith to believe that heaven sees you where you are. Perhaps it is convicting as you consider the pace of your life and how much you fail to see. Whatever your situation, be assured of this. Heaven is watching. Jesus has come, and hope is alive for those who have eyes to see. God of the angel armies, all heaven is declaring your glory, and I want to be among that throng of worshipers. Open my eyes to see what heaven sees. Forgive me for failing to recognize you in the ordinary and marginalized. Keep me from being distracted by the very things you are sending to point me to you. I want to see Jesus and be filled with the same wonder and awe that brings heaven to its knees. Amen. Thanks for listening to today's podcast. If you find this podcast helpful, please take a moment to share it with others. If you would like to hear more messages from Pastor Gary or learn more about the ministry of Southside Baptist Church, please check out our website at www.ssbc.org. Grace and peace be with you.